This week on Inside Supercars, we recap the winners from Phillip Island in the supercars and speak to Bruin Beasley about the Toyota Racing Series in New Zealand. I hope you'll stay with us. Scott McLaughlin took two wins from two starts in the supercars at Phillip Island. Naturally enough, he was thrilled with the results. It's uh, a, a bit of a relief in some ways, you know, it's nice to um, be able to convert a good car. I mean, we had a great car here last year and qualified well and all that sort of stuff, but um, we lacked strategy, I lacked my starts. Um, today and yesterday I got really good starts. Um, you know, I felt like we just yeah, converted pretty well. So. Um, you know, obviously there with Davey at the end, it was a great battle, similar to yesterday. It was a great race, so perfect weekend for me and we'll, we'll hopefully build from this. Dave Reynolds has always considered the Joker in the supercars family, but he again showed his racing chops, finishing second. Yeah, I always think I can win the race. As soon as I left the pits, like I had heaps of understeer. Halfway around the lap, I thought I screwed, like cold grain my tyres quite badly. <laughs> so I had that sort of in the back of my head, going through turn one, two, trying to defend and I just had too much understeer at turn two and he just snuck past me and seems like he's got a, got a bit of turn in his car. But yeah, it, we pushed on, um, pushed on pretty hard to try and you know, maintain position and, and, and hold our ground to him. Um, my tyres come up to temperature and we'll sort of, bit of cat and mouse game, he went faster, I'd catch him, he went faster, I'd catch him. And that kind of happened till the end of the race. So I was trying to, I was hoping that he was gonna blow tyres like he did last year. <laughs> well, you gotta take races when you, when you can, can't you? <laughs> And Rick Kelly had a very successful weekend. He finished second on Saturday and wound out the weekend with a third placing. Not as excited about today's result as we were yesterday because we um, yesterday was about us getting used to being up the front again, and today was us trying to you know trying to do better than second, um, grab that win. And I think what cost us a shot of the win was the three seconds I lost in the first stint on tyres. The car wasn't quite as as nice as we'd like, and we we dropped those crucial three seconds and. And then um, we shot field, come out in front, and uh, the car on the middle middle set of tyres was really balanced, and we managed to get up the field by, I think, three, three and a half seconds. So at that point, I thought we were okay, but of course, these guys had just enough hose time and enough space in their tank to pit a couple of laps earlier than us, and we and we lost it again. The supercars go to Winton in two weeks' time. Bruin Beasley speaks to Tony Whitlock. We're here with Bruin Beasley. We're at the uh, supercars event, but we're here to talk about Toyota Series. Bruin's been running... Uh, in the uh, at least two, three, four cars for the last three, four years in the New Zealand series, very successfully, uh, which has been enticing Northern Hemisphere drivers to come south. January, February in New Zealand. And the news this week, or two weeks ago, was that uh, there are now super license points, Formula One super license points. Now that's big news for you. Yeah, look, it just gives um, complete justification for what we've been trying to do down there. I think it's one of those series where it is a truly international series. And, you know, again, this year proved with the Ferrari Junior Academy drivers and the SMP um, guys from Russia coming down, they all use it as a stepping stone. Yeah. Um, so the, the hope would be that next year you can entice even more of these guys to come and drive? Yeah, look, I think it just gives validation to the managers and the, the people running these kids that they should come down. You get 20 days out of 30 in a car, it's really good racing, um, and it helps the process getting where you need to go, you know. There's not many series and not many places in the world you can go and experience all that and come out with something positive. And of course, being in New Zealand, it's all very easy. There's nothing complicated about it. 
No, it's a very simple process. In fact, it's a good process because you're involved. You know, there's, there's effectively only t four teams um, and a maximum of 20 cars capped at that. And you're inclusive of that. So our, as a group of team owners, we're involved in a lot of the processes um, with Motorsport New Zealand and Toyota who promote and run the series. It's, it's, it's inclusive, which is a great situation to be in for us. Okay, so now what other changes are there? I mean, obviously now we've got you know to get out earlier in the year to sell the series in, in Europe and, and North Americas. Um, but what else is there that can be done to entice people to, to go there and look at the series? Look, I think this year, well, January, February, our series just gone. Um, we struggled for the first time in quite a while to get a full grid. It was a bit of hard work. I think there's a little bit of complacency there that things have been so good for so long and then uh, costs went up in Europe and there's a lot more other series on offer. So I think for us as team owners and, and management and, and promoters, we need to get to Europe. I mean, I did a big trip last year, but we need to all do it. Toyota, as a company or as a promote, promoting group need to go and do it um, and we've spoken about that so the group as collectively as groups we're going to do some group trips um, and we've got a we're mapping out a, a process of where we go what categories we go to and who we talk to uh, that's that's a, that's vital it's also vital that um, the staff we've had and most of our staff are European so they they work on it too you know they're constantly talking to people in pit lane and, and, and talking the series up and making sure they understand that everything is positive which which it is it's a fantastic series and it's really really competitive um, I think it's just a process that we all just got to work a bit harder on when I was a young man and before you were born there was a series called the Tasman series and we were fortunate I did one and a half of those series did it one year all eight races Australia and New Zealand and the sad thing that's been lacking in recent times is a real Australian involved. There have been a number of drivers, even drivers who are here who've raced in that series, but we need more Australian involvement. Look, I, I think the biggest problem we have is in Australia the mindset's changed recently with you know in the Tasman series area open wheeler racing had a lot of credibility. It was it was what the elite of motorsport. Um, the tide changed here in the mid 70s, 80s, 90s, and onwards, where saloon car racing or touring cars, the VA supercar, became what is seen as the primary category. Uh, and that's been to the detriment of open wheelers. And the reality is, open wheelers are still the training ground for all these guys, and it's an important uh, category worldwide. So it's selling it to Australians is difficult because they don't understand it. Um, you know, kids do Formula V, Formula Ford, karting, um, and the next step here is possibly do Formula 4, or the reality is that they move on to do DVS or Kumo or, or Carrera Cup, which is fine for our domestic market, but if we want more Daniel Ricardos and Mark Webbers and Alan Joneses and Jack Brabham's, we need these kids to experience European racing and at a high level. And this New Zealand the TRS series is the first step in that process. Um, you know, it's imperative that they experience the levels of com competitiveness and the, the the culture that goes with it. And if they succeed in that, and then they're, they're ready to go to Europe. And Europe's tough, so. You know, Australia doesn't understand what it really takes to, to get to the, to the pinnacle of open-wheeler racing. And even if you go to Europe and have a semi-successful career, you can always come back here and do stuff. You know, look at Anton, for example, we've employed him because of his um, Euro Cup Renault um, 
exploits in Europe. He's taken on the best in the world. You know, you look at people like Russell Lingle in period, you know, Montoya and people like where his teammates in Europe. So um, it, it makes them better race car drivers. Uh, Something I actually have called case hardening in Europe, which there's a noticeable difference between the drivers who've been over there and, and raced in Europe, where you have to, you know, from when you hit the track at the first time to when you leave uh, every weekend, you've got to make sure that you're in every session. Yeah, exactly right. And you know, we were just talking about before, you know, the mindset is that every time the car goes out, it's got new tyres. You know, it's a, it's a mindset that takes kids to the top. And we had Lando Norris do TRS a couple of years ago, uh, Lance Stroll, um, and you can see them progress from TRS to Formula One yeah. in a very short period of time. But it's a mindset and it's a it's a culture thing. You look at Macau Grand Prix this year, it's only is the only other Grand Prix other than the New Zealand Grand Prix that is FIA sanctioned non-Formula 1 Grand Prix status. Um, now my, my driver, we got third this year in the Grand Prix in New Zealand, investing in Europe and Europe Cup, he's now you know running in the top four or five and he's a relative looker. So that grounding gave him the amazing ability to get to Europe and, and do what you're saying, hit the track hard and the racing's tough and the, that Macau situation, the, the, the move to try and win that race on the last corner, you know, you'd look at it and think that's out of control, but that's what they do. That's what it takes in Europe. Nine times out of ten it doesn't come off, but the one time it does, he's a hero. We don't have that mindset here. It's very different and it is case hardening. It's tough. Well, thanks Bruin Beasley, catching up on Inside Motorsport. We'll talk later in the year as we get ready for another season in the wonderful TRS series New Zealand. Thank you, Bruin. Thank you, sir. And uh, any Australians out there who want to have a go, let me know. That's all we have time for this week on Inside Motorsport. Until next time round, keep smiling and bye for now. Inside Motorsport is produced by Thunder Media for the Community Radio Network.